Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. That was just... Come here, well done, mate. That was... Ah, what an adventure. You're a good man. I'm really proud of you. Oh, really? Well I'm glad you were there. Couldn't have done that alone. Oh, you brought whiskey. Thank God. I know. Thank God. There, thank you God. Can, you can take the first one. I don't know if I can open it. Yeah, I'm shaking as well. Are you? Yeah. Are good. you? Yeah. That was Please good. reassure me that you were feeling something. I was feeling I'd love to do it again. Oh, what? <laughs> I can't think of a better person to have done it with. Mate. To your very good health. And yours, my friend. No, save some for me, will you? Oh, just one more. No, come skip. Great. <coughs> Cheers, mate. What an adventure. Providence, Rhode Island, in the Minute with Mary studio, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. My name is Blake, and there is 0.0 chance that I am ever doing that swing thing. The never swing? Whatever it is, yeah, never never (laughs) happening. Okay, there's just no way. Not only falling from that kind of height, but falling backwards so you can't even see what's happening. Forget about it. Forget it. Never not once, Marvin. (laughs) Never not once once just not gonna happen that's okay that's okay you know i i don't know when we would make it to new zealand to go on the never swing so that's all right just know that it's it will never be a destination we can go to flores to go eat her food yes i will Obviously. i will go eat the free willy <laughs> uh you know salmon Steamed whatever it is that, she, head. That, yes. that the whale just gives floor right out of her mouth just freely and well like easily oh my goodness yes. you know it's it's wild to know that we are here at the end of season two of men in kilts uh, for those of you who don't get to have the video component i am under the weather so i am wearing my like claire shawl thing that she wears well, the infinity frequently. scarf yeah the infinity scarf that she wears something similar and, that's right who got you and, that uh, you did oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. you know your awesome I, husband it's making me feel all sorts of cozy but i apologize for those of you watching on video as I am 
You know what? You know. And, and I'm embracing the mess because my hair is a complete disaster. It's all good. So we are yeah, not camera ready. But, but you know what? This episode, they were like wet, wild, muddy. So <sighs> it's all good. We're just like feeling it. And we want to talk about Sam and Graham. I'll get in wet, this, wild, and muddy. This uh, final episode <laughs> Sorry. of season said. two <laughs> of Men and Kilts because it was a fun one and it yes. was a great way to kind of wrap up this season. All right. So before we do, however, we want to remind you all that you can find the Miriam Blake podcast in any podcatcher of choice. Um, just search Mary and Blake. You can also search Outlander Cast. We're also on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. We're keeping content going there. So even though this is the end of season two of Men in Kilt, we are still podcasting about lots of other shows. So make sure you head to maryandblake.com for all of that. And those of you who are members at jointhenerdclan.com, you are our patrons who keep the lights on. Help us make sure that we can keep these <laughs> shows free for the public. We do want to let you know that we are going to be having some free and um, some exclusive content for our friends at jointhenerdclan.com uh, blah 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 jointhenerdclan.com <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming up. up really soon as the new season of The Crown is dropping on Netflix so if you are a fan of the show The Crown and you've been thinking about becoming a member at jointhenerdclan.com you're going to want to do that also when we we are inching closer to our goal of a thousand patrons there and when we hit that goal, Blake will be doing his book club about drums. So if you're an Outlander fan, keeping that going. If you like to support mom and pop shops, this is a way that you can do that. As- don't, don't forget, Ma, but we got what? other stuff coming too. The people that are from nine fifty to a thousand. Yes, when you when you stickers. sign up, when you go to jointhenerdclan.com, not only mm-hmm. are you going to get a free Mickey um, Michael Mouse sticker, mm-hmm. right? Everybody loves the Michael Mouse stuff, and I don't blame him because Michael Mouse is pretty funny. However, you're also because, you know, we we made this goal and we established it with the Men in Kilts podcast here mm-hmm. that uh, you're going to get the sticker that is featured right on their uh, camper. The, yes. the one that has the Scottish hat with the I'll take the high road. Actually, it was featured pretty heavily in this episode towards the end. So, yeah, you'll get that one as well. You can put that in your put that on your car. Put that on your camper, put it on your motorcycle, put it on your forehead. I don't care what you do with it. But uh, So not only will you get the Blake's Book Club, you'll get the free Michael Mouse sticker and the Men in Kilt sticker too. I, I can't think of a better deal. Can't think of one. You, you couldn't beat that with a stick. Agreed. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, okay, Blake. Yeah, <laughs> why, why don't we uh, start right, talking? Let's now. get into the show. Let's do it. <laughs> So kicking things off, we're going to have our dram rating for this episode on a scale of one to five drams, one being the absolute worst, five being the absolute best. Blake, where would you place episode four of season two? Oh, geez. Um, Where would I place it? You know, I'm going to give this one like a four two. Okay. I'm going to give it like in that range. It was better than last episode, but it left me, you know... Did it leave you wanting more? Yeah, but that's not even the thing. I just felt like it was dissatisfying. Oh, man. Yeah, like. Because yeah, it, it was. Okay, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving this a 4.9. Same as last time. Okay. I'm just I, I'm going to be happy with whatever I get right now from these two. And I'm loving it. Still not a perfect five. And I don't know. 
I don't know what that would be for a perfect five. Um, but this was lovely. Oh, I think I had the perfect five though when I cried. I think I did. If not, it was very high as well. This is a 4.9. Okay, our GBGs for the episodes. The good, <laughs> the bads, and the greats, Blake. All right. Well, you know, normally you go first. I know. I'm mixing it up. It's the finale. Um, breaking all the rules. That's what we do with finales. <laughs> my, my brain is also broken from not feeling well right now. So, yes. All right. Uh, for me, the good when Sam comes out and he's dressed up in his groin outfit mm. and <laughs> very, very like knowingly says, oh, it's been a hard time on the ridge. Like I just thought, I, I thought that was genuinely funny. Agreed. And that is someone that is well aware of his audience, well aware of who he's catering or to whom he's catering. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just a good inside joke for all you Outlander nerds. Like, no, really nobody outside of the Outlander verse is going to get that joke. Uh, and it's just, it's a fun little nod to to us, to us dorks. That, it is. That like that. So, okay. So that's that. My bad. So they get into the camper and they talk about all the things that they have done and all the wildlife that they have experienced in New Zealand. And then they cut to a huge montage of like penguins and falcons and and lizards and dolphins. Dolphins and and like and then they even get into like they went on like these dune buggies and like they had a whole thing. That's that it looked like a lot of great footage. And that's why I say it left me a little dissatisfied. Okay. Because there clearly was so much more mm-hmm. to what they had filmed, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't know what to do with this, so we're just gonna put it as a montage." Yeah, like it. And part of me is almost like, I don't even want to see that unless they it were teases you. Yeah, okay. but it's not a tease because there's nothing coming up after. You're right. I mean, I think that there were definitely logistics, and it was pandemic time. We see a lot well, yeah, of maskage sure. during in this episode. Um, so, I mean, it was it was a very short season, just four episodes. Yeah. Um, they have used these little clips before to kind of transition through things, mm-hmm. where it makes you wonder, like maybe it just wasn't enough to talk about, and maybe it's enough to just mention. You know, maybe who knows? Maybe they record two times as much as we see on TV. And well, I'm, then, sure, I'm sure that's way more than Oh, no, I know, see, but yeah. you know what I mean? Two, two times as many places as yeah. we see on TV. Because I, I know we've seen this in other episodes as well, and even in the previous season, where there'll just be this little clip. You know, like they're doing that cool boat ride thing mm-hmm. uh, in this, too, as well. So I feel like there's, there's always things that they do, and when the editors really sit down, they say, is there enough... Is there enough on this to sink our teeth into or it should just be a quick little quip? Um, And that's what they had to do. But I also know that there, you know, there were constraints. Yeah. So like that's the that's the argument that we all kind of have to have with ourselves. And clearly uh, producers for the show it, Sam and I'm sure Graham, they all had. Uh, and this a was hand. once again, this was like during COVID time yeah, yeah. frame, so, so right? like things were shut down. Um, right. So like that's the thing, right? So we all have to look at it and say, okay, is this COVID stuff? Mm-hmm. But more than that, the the content itself, they all have to. It has to like. There are certain themes, yes. right? And is there enough, or is there too much for a particular theme? Yeah. Right. And or is there not enough for a particular theme? So you can't just like make it about that thing, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, would it have been better to have a fifth episode where they did 
stars even want to pay for a fifth episode. But like right? you said, like there, maybe, there's a whole bunch of considerations that are in here. Maybe it wouldn't have clicked well together. You know what I mean? And I think that that's it. That's the magic of when you're watching things in the editing bay. You can really sit back and say, all right, what are the themes that we can kind of pull from all of this? And what would work and what yeah. doesn't? And what's kind of the leftover scraps? Sure. And is it enough to make an episode of it? Or will it feel so disjointed where you're saying like, okay, we're bouncing around from bit to bit. And yeah. there's no, you know, they could only do so much voiceover to connect the pieces. Right. So I think that this they did a great job. And what's your great memory? My great is, the actually it's the end when they are going down that swing. As much as I would never do that, I loved watching it. Mm-hmm. And the the visceral, like, oh my God, oh, like from Graham and even Sam, looking a little nervous as he's, as he's doing this swing thing. And it's such a, 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 a fast movement that at some point it looks like they're like their feet are over their heads at one mm-hmm. point. I don't even know how that's possible, but they, it happened. I mean, physics, you know, like that's physics is a thing. Yes. Uh, but also at the same time, was Graham crying? Yes, he was. It looked like it was. And I, I'm not making fun of the guy because I would be sobbing. You would be crying walking up to it. Yeah, no <laughs> chance. Uh, but then at the same time, there is a genuine and believable, honest friendship between the two. Yeah. So when Graham does say, "I couldn't have done this like without," I couldn't imagine doing this with anybody else. I, mm-hmm. You know, and Sam saying, "I'm proud of you." Like the whole, it really, truly is. That is men in kilts. That is the thing for the me. The bromance. And I, the editors, while you know, I we could argue back and forth about the choice to have a little montage about all the other like stuff that was left over. They made the absolute right choice in having that be the finale. Agreed. So uh, I have a sub bad now that I just thought about well, it. Well, we'll talk about it in the episode. Well, let me just. No, I'm let sorry. Me, it let is me an just Oreo. say. No, it's a GBG. It's not a GBGB. No. Done. Fair. Fine. Go. <laughs> My great lubricated. Oh, yes. Sam. Must have seen someone get lubricated to go in a Zorb. Because <laughs> you must know have he, been you know pumped. how he was saying he's researching different things. So he must have been researching, and someone might have said, "Okay, and climbing in is a little tricky, so you could add some whatever for lubrication for whatever it was." Sam must have heard this somewhere, or maybe he just saw people covered in water thinking that they were lubricated. But he was very nervous about I don't know <laughs> chafing, rug burns, something. He All brings it up. Numerous times. Place. And I love that he uses that word. Like he doesn't say like, do we put something on us to make sure we can get in the ball? Like he just flat out says the word lubricated. Yeah. And he says it first to the owner of Zorb and Graham looks at him like, are you, and sits on it for a second. Are you all right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot. Um, and oh, then man. the, then as they're getting into the Zorb, he asks another guy, like, do we do you lubricate me? Yeah. <laughs> and like um oh no, he asks, Do you lubricate yourself? He's like essentially oh. saying, like, are you gonna lube me up or am I gonna lube my up? And Graham just looks at him again. It's like, Are you kidding, buddy? <laughs> Oh my Please goodness! Stop gracious. talking. Please so that stop was talking. that was my good. That is at, that would totally would be you and I, Mary. Yes, <laughs> Mary. Like, where's the lube? I'd be like, are you serious? 
Come on, dude. My bad is the weird, <laughs> awkward transition out of Hell's Gate. So Hell's Gate, of course, is the mud place. And they're like all covered in the mud. And make sure you get your armpits. And Sam's walking up to Graham to go put it on his back, his yes. head. We don't know. And then they have the sound effect of it being like sizzling hot and Graham screaming. Yes. When that wouldn't have been sizzling hot at that point. Sam's no. holding it in his hands. It wasn't the flesh burning kind. And then they walk out all clean. And I kind of wanted them, like they walk out all clean, but they walk out all macho. Yeah. And so it wasn't even like walking out being like, yeah, we feel good. High five. Nice and clean. You know, like I almost expected that that would have been a great place for them to joke about something like how long it took to wash it off or how they feel or anything. And they just walk out with this really monumental music like, wow, they're clean. And yet... It just didn't make sense and it was disjointed. Yes. And I think I was saying this to you before, that one thing that I find with this show is that sometimes you can tell that the editors either are crunched for time or they just don't know how to fit things together yeah. and to kind of transition out of it. Like maybe there was nothing else super cool or they didn't film stuff. They obviously didn't want to show the guy showering. Um, so they just had to kind of make something up. And that's when I feel like it is a little too kitschy. So um, that part I did not like as it kind of stood out. And then my great was Graham going down the slip and slide off the boogie board mm-hmm. in the the initial like even before the title comes up and this too once again just one of those little clips that like maybe they spent the whole day in this park near this natural slip and slide maybe they explained how it was formed who knows but whatever they got out of it was this little bit of them going down nature slip and slide sam is first holding an umbrella in his bathing suit they're both holding the boogie boards with mm. the little gopros on the boogie boards they are obviously in swimsuits sam is holding an umbrella you're about to get wet, Sam. I know. What are we Bless doing? your sweetheart. And he, that's, of course, when he says, first one down wins. Grandma, Grandma agrees. <laughs> we see them start. <laughs> I watched this at least at least seven times because just this bit. And I still laugh thinking about it. <laughs> when Graham, when Graham's, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And you see him wiggling because we've all been on th- We've all been on things (laughs) that aren't working, whether it's like a video game or like, you know, if you're at like a like a go-kart or a bumper car. I was gonna say bumper car is the worst. You feel so helpless. You see them cars coming barreling down at you and you're just stuck. There's nothing you know you're gonna get you're gonna get pummeled. Yes, that's how I felt. Was like I was stuck in a bumper car that it wasn't working. I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Sam is already in the water before Graham gets going. So just understand like what happens after that. Sam's already in the water. Thank God Graham wore a rash card. Because he comes off the boogie board. The the GoPro goes flying off. (laughs) Once again, I've watched this way too many times. Um, He still has his hands out though. In my head, I'm thinking like, oh my God, if the boogie board got stuck, like you could break fingers going down this. (laughs) You're going to be cut to the bone. So all you hear from Graham is, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Oh shit. Oh shit. (laughs) And he's just... Think about what that did to his hip bones. Like, oh my god, he didn't even get to go down on his squishy bum. Oh, he had my to go god. down, like, just get, get mauled oh, by all these just, rocks. Just perfect and authentic and need unplanned. A, gonna need a medic by the time he gets down there. Seriously, you could not like stunt that. That was amazing. So, oh. that was my. That was my great because still talking about it several times later, I'm still crying laughing. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get into this episode. Oh man, Mary, you know you make me laugh. 
I was just like, I was really laughing more about you and oh. <laughs> reacting to all. Oh this. my god! I mean, I love me some Gray McTavish. Oh. So after this, I uh, why you got married to me. Um, or after the mud, at some point, Sam's driving naked, driving without wearing. Yeah, driving. He asked, "Is driving naked in New Zealand against the law?" And Graham says, "Well, you're about to find out because you have nothing on your bottom half." Yeah. Listen. Okay. okay. What would that? Okay. Do you think he was just in his skivvies, his undies, or do you think he was tush balls, touch and see? <laughs> tush balls. Okay. So airing he, things out. Maybe if a bee comes by, it'll get less stuck. Okay. My my best friend in college, God love him, was very, like, just didn't care, getting naked, doing the whole thing. Um. I mean, if, we know if that, that were Sam my, gets naked. If that were my best friend, I would say that's tush and balls. This is Sam who like ran into the ocean naked. I feel like yeah, Sam's but that's a different. Very naked that's a person. little different. I mean, like you're of. not next to your like your friend, like an arm's length away, just being totally nude, just talking with each other, just sitting down. I mean, every once in a while, Graham kind of glances, so I'm just I'm wondering. I feel like he wouldn't have said naked, and then and like, you're... and then like you're the friend that like okay. How do I not look, but I can't look, don't want to look, eyes right here, eyes right here. And then, so Sam's wearing a shirt. When they would do bigger shots of Graham, they would show his his groin legs, you know, like they would show his whole body. Sure. But they wouldn't do that. They were only doing the from the back shots of well, Sam. Yeah, well, because, you know, they, well, I mean, it, okay, number one, they can't show it. Why would they number joke two, if he was, isn't Number naked? two, they got to keep the mystery alive. They got to yeah. let the mystery be. But, okay, so- what do you vote? Do you think he had button balls on the seat? I say yes. Uh, if it's my best, if if he's like my best friend, yes, he absolutely did. Just no shame. Uh, we're bros, and I'm. I would balls. like to air this out a little bit. We're, we got we got things to do. He had a bee stuck in it before. Yeah, so. maybe he was a little afraid. I, yeah. I don't know, but however, you I, wouldn't do that. I, there is no chance I would do that. <laughs> Listen. Like, there are some people in this world that are just real comfortable with themselves. And you know what? All the power to you. I would never, would never do that. I, I No. I, I almost, almost would rather do the backward seat dive thing than sit next to my best friend naked driving a, a vehicle. I'd do it. I know you would. This is a girl that ran naked on the quad. A lot of people do. Yeah, no, I didn't. Listen, I've done things. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm. We know. I'm Sam. I'm Sam in yeah, a relationship. You're Sam. And, and if I'm Graham. I, if I was still a little sticky from the slip and slide or the mud bath or who knows what, because you know it's hard to tell with the editing, I would air it out. Oh God! At this point, and if a bee got stuck in my trousers, maybe. It. Listen, if it was you and I was next to you, like, okay. Maybe he had like a little towel over him, but he was just kind of drying. Yeah, he out. had like a little bit of a courtesy towel. Maybe he was sitting on a towel, but I, I don't know. I would hope he's sitting on a towel. You got to return that thing. That's why I'm seeing balls and butt on the thing. <laughs> Maybe it was warm leather and he wanted to have, you know, the heated seat. You you know, the good news is that you can still get a heated seat. <laughs> yes, through, I know. Through pants. <laughs> Okay. The other thing we need to bring up is they could have gone to Hobbiton. They yeah. could have gone to the uh, Hobbit. But you know what? Hashtag COVID. 
Yeah, and well, they, they also kind of gave you a little bit of The Hobbit there too because they went to Weta. Yes. You know, and that's cool. Like for a film nerd, that's cool. When they showed it though, when they first showed The Hobbit House, I was like, get the hell out. I need to yeah. see if Sam Hewen can fit inside this door. Yeah. What are we doing? And of course it couldn't happen. But like that's it. And they say there's all these other things that we would love to see. We don't have the time for it. But like I said, filming during the, all the, pandemic yeah that must have been hot so do you, do you think they that even talked about glowworm caves i, I don't even just, know what that is i don't know either but it looked real and it looked like avatar <laughs> i see you oh my gosh so then they go to hell's gate so we get teased with hobbit and glowworm caves and they go to rot and egg smell place talking, would you do that what rot and egg smell place hell's gate I'll do everything. I'd be terrified. Why? They're like, yeah, if you put your finger in there, you'll, gonna... you'll have nothing but- Yeah, you don't touch the hot one. Yeah, but what happens? You're on a bunch of mud. Oh my God. And it ain't like there's big walls I in the way. I totally do it. There's just a sign that says, don't go in. You could fall. You could trip. I'd be more concerned about the smell ruining the experience for, for me. That smells like rotten eggs because oh, that's yeah, sulfur. rotten eggs. Uh, that's tough. How incredible though that it was like antibiotics that these warriors knew to urinate on wounds. I didn't know this. I know to pee on a jellyfish sting. Sure. I didn't know you could pee on anything, any cut. I well, you Did know, you? I'm going to take someone's word for that. I'm going to take this guy's word for it, the New Zealand guy. But honestly, here in Rhode Island, the ocean state, we're taught jellyfish sting equals pee on it. Yes. Whether it's your pee, somebody else's pee, get some pee. There's some pee. There's going to be pee involved. But never, never have I heard from our indigenous cultures that are from this area, Mm -hmm. from other places I've heard of, of people peeing. On on wounds. on, on On a wound. Yeah. I feel like it's... You know what? People pee on jellyfish stings. I'm probably going to... Yeah, because that doesn't involve like a an open... I mean, it's, it is. Blood it's cut up. Woo, like, well, not like gushing. So anyway, I love that they I, meme... I'm, I'm gonna, I might... I love that these warriors came here and they, they were like, this water must actually be urine, the most powerful urine from the most powerful warrior. And that's what they named it. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. And then while they're joking... Okay, um, the tour guide. That tour guide was the best tour guide, by the way. He yeah, put he, uh, he put B guy to shame. He was just like, yeah, I just want to pee on you. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm a descendant of that Maori warrior. And Grim's like, no way, how do you know that? And he's like, joking. Just wanted to see if you'd let me pee on you. <laughs> and then Grim gets totally grossed out. Uh, however, when they're talking about the mud and what the mud can do, yes. Sam makes a joke. Hey, would this mud help you grow back hair? And the tour guide says, yeah, I used to be bald. Yeah. And then Graham's laughing. So I think Graham likes hair jokes more than pee jokes. <laughs> I like a good pee joke. I just don't like being peed on. Hey. <laughs> and then, uh, same part. Graham gets into the mud and he says things are about to get real weird. And he does it in a Texas accent, accent again. You know, that's just how he rolls, man. That's what he does. Loves himself a good Texas accent. All right. That's my attempt at a Texas accent. After this, they have the wildlife montage. Yeah, you know. 
The th- you know, I it feel- looks cool. I would I would want to see that stuff. I mean, but maybe there really wasn't much to see. Maybe they were like, "This is going to be great," and all that happened was the Falcon flew around and scared Graham, and Sam lost the Falcon. <laughs> that like, was genuinely that- <laughs> funny. <laughs> but maybe that was it. Maybe aside from that, it's like yes. Like, we don't know There's if those tour guides were bad. And if they were bad, they'd be like, we better not keep these people on here because Mary and Blake were going to make fun of the tour guides. <laughs> so let's just cut and see the cute the They cute absolutely penguins. considered our opinions. Oh, my yeah. God, of course. I, I remember when they process. gave us a call. We're good friends. Good friends. Uh, friends the of the show. Penguin's super cute. But like, as I said, I, maybe those were just the only moments that they could get. And there wasn't enough for a full, complete package for it. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you, Mary, especially considering that they, they did have some stuff. You know, like you go back to the shock thing and whatever. Like, it wasn't all that good. No. So if that is what they chose, you can only imagine... I mean, maybe they went on the dolphin trip and that was all they saw. Those like two seconds of dolphins, you know, so that's especially with wildlife. You can't really figure out how they're going to behave. And yeah, but like they even had the the, like the uh, what's it called? The kiwi bird? No, 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 no. The the go cat, the whatever, the dune buggies. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that is a pretty cool thing to film. But also, is it truly unique to New Zealand Driving around a desert dune buggy? Not Probably necessarily. Not. Yeah. Uh, same thing with falconry. I mean, yeah, we've got point. falconry here. That's so true. I kind of feel like they needed to do things that really packed a punch that you learned something where it was like, this is very special to New Zealand. Sure. Like the special effects props workshop. Yeah. Weta was Wada. really cool. Uh, I, I, again, as a film nerd, you know, it, it, going to those special effects places and seeing how these things come together like for the hobbit or whatever you know it's it's like going to see ilm right the other huge special effects company that was started by george lucas just for the single purpose of star wars right by the way if you get a chance go watch the documentary light and magic on disney plus it is phenomenal phenomenal oh my god anyway uh yeah it was really great to see them put this stuff on there and uh, on them rather and and just <laughs> the detail work that they put into these prosthetics yeah not a small amount i mean you look at the pores alone and the schnoz that they gave sam but cute yeah. by the way that he that as they're going to the prosthetic place to to water mm-hmm. water waiter waiter um i thought it was water it, mm, nope oh man <laughs> um He's joking, and Graham's like, oh, what would you do if they could do something to you? Sam's like, oh, I'd get a bigger nose. And Graham's like, oh, Oh, you do have a small nose. I'd get, like, stubble, maybe some beard. Okay. And then I'd be bald. And Graham was like, wait a second. I know what you do. And he's laughing at himself because it took him so long to realize that Sam was busting with him. Right. Just once again, getting those pure bromance moments from these two. Yep, absolutely. But honestly... The job that they did turning Sam into a dwarf was phenomenal. I, I felt like good. Graham was so so. Yeah, well, they put the they put the 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 wig the wig and the, and the ears. ears on him, and that was basically yeah. it. I mean, he's got that massive beard anyway. They're not going to make him no, you know, uh, take it off. So. Exactly. Yeah. All they could have done is essentially put a big mask on him. Yeah. To, otherwise, it just it just looks like Graham wearing a wig. Uh, but the transformation with Sam, and then Sam fully embodies. The dwarf groin. I know. 
Uh, talking like that he's like I don't even know why I'm still talking like that right? and Graham just got the biggest kick out of it like I loved watching Sam because he really did a great job but yeah. honestly my eyes were on Graham's reaction yeah because he was blown away loved it Sam Sam needs to do some character work like this I mean I know that he is a hunk and heartthrob and you yes. know gets all these different things because he is so stunning but I feel like he would have a flipping blast. I would totally doing agree with you. Something out of his element where he gets to wear prosthetics like this. Yes. Speaking of prosthetics, we talk about it on each episode. They do little clips and stuff from Outlander. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I gotta tell you, the the collage that they have of of Sam looking different as Jamie Fraser. Oh, you know the the possibilities with prosthetics and yeah. makeup, and like it still looks like him every it's single still time. Still the same, except for a dead spider. Yes, there's a dead spider. There's there's spectacles, uh, you know. There's there's hair. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, like, oh, well, I mean, they did have the they didn't show it, but obviously the the, the stuff with his back. Like, well, that's, that's what I thought deal. they were going to point out was yes. his back because obviously that's the biggest prosthetic that he had to wear. Yes, and really it was more just like the makeup team, um, which wonderful work, right? Like they do a fantastic yeah. job. Great. He he particularly with his acting abilities has been able to portray Jamie in these different ages and stages of his life. But I just kind of thought like, really? I mean, it was more impactful on screen when he said, oh yeah, and Graham, they even gave you hair. Like yeah. that was a massive viewing difference. Yes. Um. So I just thought that was interesting. But you know, they you get what you get. One episode you get Graham eating and drinking and one episode you get different hair versions <laughs> of, of Jamie Fraser. Um. And then they go to the Never Swing. Oh, no chance. No way. Fear less, live more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Great for you. Love that for that you. That needs to be a shirt. Like, oh, sell that fear right next to my uh, live more. No, rosés, the, for, uh, yeah. rosés for drinking, not thinking. Yeah, that needs to be added to the Marion Blake store. Yes. Um, but I agree with you. Seeing Graham cry, <laughs> thank God they had Sam hold the GoPro. Oh, I know. Because Graham is holding on <laughs> just dearly. just fear. Like a baby on their first time on a swing. You know, the bucket swing babies when they first yeah. go in. <laughs> and they're like, do I hold onto the bucket? Do I hold onto the chains? What is going on? Why did you put me in here? That was Graham McTavish. Oh, oh, oh man. That would absolutely be me. Just I, I don't even know what to do with my life. Just, just. Kill me now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Get it over with. <laughs> and uh, and that's it. it. That's yeah. the end. So what do you think, Marvin? How would you grade the it's second season of Men in Kilts? Compared to one? Yes. Mm. It's so hard. It's so hard. Um, I mean, first off, we got more episodes in season one. Yes. Second off all, it took place in Scotland, which obviously we all love since we watch Outlander. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I feel like I learned more, um, about in this season than I did in season one Mm -hmm. because I knew less about New Zealand and I didn't know about its different kind of like tropical climates and I don't know. I just didn't know as much about it. So I don't like this more. I still think I like season one more. However, I find their interactions in this season to also be quite lovely. I don't, it just, you know, it's like, it's like saying, which kid do you like more? Sure. Yeah. It just blends so beautifully. So I think I learned a bit more here just because I feel like I know a, a great deal about Scotland, but still I learned a lot watching the Scottish one. I just feel like they're also a bit more comfortable with each other here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, would have been interesting to see what they could have accomplished had it not been during COVID. So, yeah, I, I feel like season two took a lot of great lessons from season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my thought is I got more genuine interaction out of the first season. Okay. Uh, it, it almost felt like it took it the opposite. Like, see, it felt like it took season two, took the lessons from season one, and then went in a like an opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, my sense is, in order for this to be a thing to come into its own, it needs to find the middle ground uh, of production yeah. versus two dudes, camera. And we're going. Now, what's funny, of course, is like in Scotland, obviously, that's where their home base is. And now in New Zealand, obviously, it's where Graham lives. So, fun question for you. Mm -hmm. If Men in Kilts could have season three, Mm -hmm. where would you like them to go? See, now that's a good question. I I said this last season, and I'm going to stick with it. I want to see them go somewhere where they're... Where neither of them are familiar with. I know. So where would that be? Anything, right? So I would love to see them go to a place like Thailand or mm. like India or I don't know, um, like some weird freaking island that nobody's ever heard of. Like, but or 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 like maybe even go to a place that some people have heard of, but just you don't really frequent, like Vietnam. Like that's a. That would be an, an interesting place to go to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I would want to see something like that, where okay. they're just they they are totally immersed in stuff that they have no clue about. You know what I mean? And yeah. and just to see that, I want to see them eat like bugs and like do all the stuff that you're just like, no nah, way, dude. Nice. Nah. Like, how funny would it be to see Graham eat a bug? Yeah. Like that would be hysterical. Like Chocolate covered cricket or something. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so how about you? Where would you want them to go, Marvin? <laughs> All right. Believe it or not, I feel very differently than you do, okay. even though I would love that. All right. I want them to go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Texas is a whole nother country. So it is. I, I kind of agree with you I on would. That. I would love like a Western... America, just America, like even if they do, you know, New York, if they do Revolutionary War kind of stuff, um, if they do Texas, if they do uh, New Orleans and the jazz scene and the Creole food, I want them to go to Alaska and be on glaciers and bald eagles, um, Hawaii. Like, I just think that that might be cool as if they did like an American adventure, just Obviously, they've been to a lot of these places, but a lot of their viewers, the rest of the world, have not. And I just think that the fact that he always has a Texas accent, I'm like, bring it in. Yeah, you know, Mary, the more that I think about it, I think you'd probably capture more of an audience if you did like an an American adventure. Texas is a great place to go just because like, yeah, you could do New York and you can do the whole thing, but. I don't know. It, it, it's just kind of cliche. I don't know. I could see them like going on like an off Broadway kind of thing. You know, the people who even in America, like we're 
we say it all the time. We're very fortunate. We live on the East Coast. We're yes. very close to Boston and New York. Um, just to give people a perspective of where we are. We're one hour from Boston, three hours from New York. Like we, yeah. <laughs> in other states, we would be in the same state as New York City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're very fortunate with that. But like a, most of the people in our country, even, will never be able to go to New York City and Broadway. Um, yeah, it's it's an you know, and take. and a lot of people in our country will never be able to go to like a dude ranch in Wyoming or Texas or something like that. So. I don't know. I just, that's what I would say. And I think it would be easy for them. They'd easily have their film crews. Yeah. Uh, it would be in the same language for the most part. Um, so I don't know. I, I, would, just, I would say that that is probably most it's likely. It's like an easy button. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it'd be fun. It's probably most likely that they would do an American adventure. Like I want to have them do like a hot dog eating competition. That would be funny. <laughs> right? You know, go visit Coney Island, do yes. the whole thing. That that would be funny. I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, just kind of the shtick things. I, I've been, for some reason, YouTube knows me, and I've been watching <laughs> these videos of boarding school, like English boarding school boys eating American foods. So like one episode, they brought Taco Bell in, and it's Very. like these cute little boys pretty much dressed in like Harry Potter Hogwarts outfits, because that's what they wear at the boarding schools in England. And, you know, they're like, this is a gordita supreme. And they're, you know, they're like opening it ever so carefully. And they're going, then they'll have like the Crunchwrap Supreme. They go through it all. And, oh, this one. Oh, I don't like this one at all. Oh, I like this one. These are all just the same thing, just wrapped differently. Yes, it is. Yes. Like, like, it's just... <laughs> But it's just so cute watching them eat Taco Bell when, like, most Americans are eating it in the car. Right. I know. <laughs> you know? Like, on the way to ripping, soccer practice. Ripping the fire sauce packet with their teeth. Getting pouring on your it shirt. On, slurping down some Mountain Dew. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I would just love to see Sam and Graham here in my own country. Yeah, I... I so, like, the the that would be nice as an American to see that. But part of me wants no, to No, they see need them. to have a bit more cultured area. Yeah, yeah. Great. No, but but part of me wants to see them go to a place that we're all unfamiliar with. Like yes. like most of the viewing audience isn't going to be from one of those countries that I cited, right? Correct. So like it would be interesting to have that kind of experience. But yet again, you know, for whom are they making this show? Even just go to Alaska. Alaska is totally yeah, different. Yeah. Like so again, for yeah. whom are they, are they making this show? Making this Primarily show for, for primarily for Americans because that's, you know, stars, the whole thing. So getting it more a final season, if you will, like if if it's going to be a final season. Better not be. But let's just say that it is, right? Because how long can you keep doing this? Forever. As long as they get paid, they're happy. They go on vacation together. No, as long as Sam is relevant, they can keep doing it. Okay. After Outlander, what's going to be his relevancy? He's going to be James Bond. No, he's not. He may. There's no chance he was. Why not? Because he's not. It's not going to be him. Oh my god! If it is, what will you? And do? I'm not saying that he won't will be relevant. Will you make a T-shirt and put Sam as my James Bond? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm not saying that Sam isn't going to be relevant. He very well could be, but he, will he be. he's not. He has yet to take that jump that like George Clooney took, uh, or you know, uh, even Tom Hanks. You know, by this point in their careers, they would have already become legitimate movie stars. Sam okay. is not. It's okay. He he still has time. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Oh, man. So, all right. Got anything else, Marvin, you want to talk about that's for it. Men in Kilts uh, season two? No, that's it. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's close it out. Don't forget, ladies and gents, 
when we get to 1,000 members, members 950 through 1,000 are going to get uh, stickers. The stickers and all of the Nerd Clan is going to get the beginning of, uh, well, the beginning of Blake's book club for drums. So just consider that. All right, Marvin, let's close this bad boy out. so incredibly much for tuning in as we covered Men and Kilt Season 2. It was an absolute delight to watch this show and we hope that this companion podcast brought some joy to your earbuds as well. As we like to remind you, we are podcasting still at Miriam Blake Media throughout Droughtlander, covering all sorts of different shows. We're, of course, doing The Crown just for our friends at jointhenerdclan.com because pretty much like 99% of our podcasts are free to the public. We want everyone and anyone all over the world to be able to enjoy the community and the conversations. But to keep that going... This mom and pop podcast shop does need support. We're not part of a major media conglomerate. So we do have jointhenerdclan.com where you can join for as little as $2 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. Heck, that's less than a bottle of water at most places. But as a thank you, you know, we give special access. We give early access to all of the podcasts. We give special podcasts like what we're going to be having for The Crown. Um, Coming back out soon when we get it will also be Bridgerton. season Season three. Season three, yes. So that will be, uh, once again, that's going to be free for everybody. It will be early access for our friends at JoinTheNerdClan.com. Get all my knee-jerk reactions. Yes. So, yes. you know, just know that there's there's lots coming. And if you are a member there, thank you. And if you're not yet a member, uh, it really means a lot to us. We also are going to be doing holiday cards as well as holiday gifts for certain levels of our Patreon community. So thank you in advance and keep your eyes out for that. On that note, my name is Mary. My name is Blake. And you have been listening to OutlanderCast. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.